Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Rachel. We're the creators of Plant School. Rachel's going to be teaching me, a plant novice, everything I need to know about plants, plant care, and gardening, all in a way that anyone can understand. Yeah, whether you have never touched a plant or you consider yourself an expert and you want to just learn more, this podcast is for you. And though it sounds simple, there's actually a lot to cover. So what are you waiting for? Join, Join us, us in, in plant, plant school. school. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 11 of the Plant School Podcast. Today we will be talking about how to take care of peace lilies. Rachel knows a lot about peace lilies. I feel like we've got 80 around our house. Sam, we have two. Two. We it was all, three. It was all one. part of the same peace lily, right, at one point. Or did you? One of them was, yeah. Oh, okay. She propagated the peace Yeah, lily we'll be there. talking about that. Yeah. It was my very first houseplant, so I'm yeah. fond of them. So we hope you enjoy it. Um, we'll be going over all the different aspects all of how to take care of a peace lily. I'll try and ask the questions that most of you may have for peace lilies. So our first question is, where does it get its name? Why the heck is it called a peace lily? Well, let me tell you. So... Um, Peace lilies have this little white flower that comes up, um, and apparently because it is white, it symbolized a white flag or like a true sign, and so it's got its nickname as Peace Lily, even though it is not a true lily. That's kind of misleading. Fake news. Yeah, fake news right there. Um, but its scientific name is spathophyllum and spath means, is that? It's Latin. Um, it means spoon and file means leaf. So it's kind of, its name means spoon leaf because of the shape, the shape of its flower. I was going to say leaf, but of its flower, I guess, and its leaves. I don't know. I guess they kind of look like spoons. Um, I wouldn't be able to eat my bowl of cereal with those leaves. But. <laughs> yeah, please don't try that. We're actually going to talk about why you shouldn't eat it. Oh, okay. I guess you don't normally eat your spoon. Why can't I eat it? Um, Because it's it's toxic. It's toxic. Yeah. Like it could kill you? Um... I guess, well, no, no, it cannot kill you. I don't know why I said I guess. It does not kill you. Um, it could 
kill a cat or dog. It's more toxic to um, cats and dogs than it is to humans and other animals. Um, actually looked it up. It contains something called calcium oxalate crystals, which causes skin irritation, a burning sensation in the mouth, and causes difficulty for swallowing and nausea. Nausea? I think it's anyone. Um, so that is why, well, it won't, it can cause mild symptoms of all of those things in humans, but that's why you don't want your pets to be eating them. And that's why you don't want to be eating them. Oh. Um, and I didn't, I want, I want to finish on your first question. Oh. Can I go back? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where did it get its name? Yeah. So I just wanted to mention that it's kind of one of the earlier plants that was brought over and introduced to Europe. It was brought over in, they think, around the 1870s is when it was taken from where it natively grows, which is Venezuela and Colombia. So South America um, is where it naturally just bit bops around. Anyways, that was the last thing I want to say about that first question. Okay. Um, so as the new plant parent uh i want to know is this an easy plant is it a hard plant should i start with this one i mean you started with it it was your first yeah yeah so i would say it's an easy plant and i and that almost sounded like i said a zz plant but easy is a zz plant (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's an easy plant i would say and i feel like most people would agree with that also, I'm like distracted here. Our our upstairs neighbor is vacuuming, and I feel like our podcast is, is just going to be our neighbor vacuuming <laughs> in the background the this whole is time. Probably the second time they vacuumed today. Maybe the third. They vacuum a lot. We have very clean upstairs neighbors, yeah. which is great. It's just a little noisy <laughs> at night. <laughs> Maybe they have people who they hire people to come in and clean. Maybe. Yeah. Twice a day. <laughs> yeah, that would be expensive. We've considered getting her a Roomba for Christmas. Yeah, just to quiet things down. It's always during nap time of for our I boys. Think, I think they know when our kids are napping. Yeah, it's like right above the room. <laughs> Anyways, we're sorry when we apologize if you can hear our neighbor vacuuming in the background, but there's nothing we can do because I don't want to talk to her about it because it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could just bang on the ceiling and be like, hey, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> and then they'll listen yeah. and be like, why are they talking about our vacuuming habits on their podcast? Yeah. Anyways. Back on track. Sounds Next like they're question. Done. Does it clean the air? Um, I, I've, I've seen this question pop up on our Instagram for other plants. Mm-hmm. I know it's important for people. I think we've answered this before we have about houseplants in general yeah i want to say the answer is no yeah you're right um yeah so we talked about this in an earlier podcast about how the study the nasa study that has kind of been causing all this confusion has basically been disproven for various factors so peacefully's even like in articles that you will read today people will say that They are great at cleaning the air. They specifically take out the chemicals benzene and formaldehyde from the air. But it 
it does plants don't really clean the air you would need an enormous amount of peace lilies to actually remove those chemicals from your air um, your air filter in your house does a better job of cleaning your air than your house plant does which is disappointing but that's that's just the way it is they're still pretty yeah they've got that going you for could, them. you could just grow a jungle in your house you could have a little bit of air freshening from <laughs> um okay um so where would you put your piece lily where's the best place i see ours are near a window but not like right underneath like on the windowsill mm-hmm. yeah so piece lilies um they're really great because they can do well in lower light situations um Again, if you are putting it in lower light, we've talked about this a lot. Don't expect it to flower too much or grow too much. Um, all house plants obviously will do better the more sun you give them within reason. Don't like put them directly into the sun because most house plants do not appreciate that. Besides like succulents and cactuses. Um, but yeah, so if it is getting too much sun, its leaves will scorch. They will turn brown. Um, so that's one way to like physically see that your piece lily is getting too much sunshine. That usually only happens if you have it in like direct sunlight. Indirect sunlight, I would say, doesn't usually cause that. Our piece lily over here in the corner gets some direct sunlight i would say for maybe like an hour a day not very long yeah kind of just passes by yeah and it's done fine i've actually noticed a ton more leaves popping up out of it it was kind of it was kind of looking sad and old but now a lot of new leaves are coming up i think it just needed a little bit more light yeah it was more in the center of our room before wasn't it yeah, Where it, it was, was like you know, the furthest away from the windows you could be while still being in a room with mm-hmm. light coming in. Yeah, so like it it will survive in dim light. I had it there, like Sam said, in the middle of a room with not too much light for a while, and it was fine. But they just kind of, they start to look it, I feel like, if they are left there too long. So if you want it to grow faster and more lush, I would say try and put it in bright and direct light. Um, indirect, indirect. It's hard to. I know that is hard. Yeah, direct, indirect, indirect sunlight. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Um, and some other things that I learned about piece lilies is that they do not like cold drafts. So don't. I don't know. Don't put them by a cold draft. That's all I got to <laughs> say about that. I was gonna imp- or elaborate, but I don't think I need to. Um, and last thing. I learned that you can even put them outside in the summer if it's in a shady location and the temperatures don't go below 60 degrees. I never knew that. Um, I've never been brave enough to take any of my houseplants outside, but apparently you can do this with peace lilies. I feel like most places will get cooler than 60 degrees. Yeah. For maybe like maybe a month of the year they won't in the That's in true. July time of year but i feel like most times it'll get down to like the 50s yeah maybe just have it out in the day and then bring it back (laughs) unless you you live in arizona or yeah somewhere south 
if it's somewhere that hot, like Phoenix area, then you better be watering that thing like crazy. If it's outside, though, because yeah. I feel like even just the dry air could. If we have British listeners, then you, <laughs> I don't know what the weather's like over there. Yeah, I thought you were going to pull uh, out some geography uh, over there. Uh, I was going to uh, be really impressed. Buckingham Palace. She, if you're the Queen of England and you're listening to this. People are going to be offended by your fake British accent. It's not fake. I'm okay. <laughs> um, what about like 110 degrees? So if it's too hot, does that affect it? Do you know? It's like, say I'm living mm. in Phoenix. Yeah, I feel like, obviously, like I said, you're going to need to be watering it a lot if it's like that. But it probably, I feel like that's going to be too hot. Like, it'll just start to wilt, and you'll be able to Even if it's not see. in sunlight? Yeah, I don't know, though. I've never put it outside in that hot of weather. Someone can try it and let us know. Yeah, just walk outside, and its leaves are just <laughs> melted off. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't know how they would melt, but that would be pretty crazy. Speaking of hot weather, how would the peace lily be watered? How do you quench its thirst? <laughs> so, oh, I feel like we talk about watering a lot, but it is so important. So, it depends on where you're putting your peace lily. So, if you have it in a darker area of your home, it's not going to use up as much water as quickly. So... Maybe if it's in a dim area, maybe like every two weeks or so, or if it's in a highlight area, then maybe um, once a week or more. So my rule of thumb is to always just check when the soil is dry. For mine, which are pretty near a south-facing window and they get quite a bit of light, I do it about every week or every week and a half. Um, one good thing about the peace lily and Sam has seen this happen multiple times because sometimes I'm not so great about remembering to water my plants, but peace lilies will just droop. Um, they get kind of hmm. sad looking. And so when you see that, you know that that is a sign they need water. You can check the soil to make sure that's what it is. If it's super dry, you know that it's just needing some water. And usually once you water it, it'll just like pop right back up within... I don't know, six, 12 hours, um, and it'll look completely fine. Just the only downside is that if you make that a habit of only watering it when you see it drooping, um, it could cause brown leaf tips. Maybe that's not a big deal for you, but if you really <laughs> hate your piece of to have little brown tips, um, you need to be very constant or not constant. <laughs> Don't water your piece of wheat constantly. <laughs> Put a sprinkler in it. <laughs> yeah, be very consistent about your watering schedule. Um, or maybe give it a little bit more humidity. We talked a little bit about that in other episodes. You can do like a pebble tray of water or put it by some other plants to increase that. And that will help the new leaves not to have those brown tips. Um, yeah. Or, oh, another thing I wanted to mention was hard water can also cause those brown leaf tips. And I know we have really hard water here where we live. Um, it shows on our dishes. <laughs> yes, it shows on our dishes. I'm trying to see if it shows on our peace lilies, too. 
This one looks fine, but the other one has some brown leaf tips, but I think that's because of my watering. So I don't know how much of effect hard water has, but that could be something to think about if you notice you're peacefully getting um, brown leaf tips. Gotcha. Um, I guess one thing that you mentioned that peace lily can bloom, mm-hmm. I imagine a lot of people would like that to happen so what are the keys to getting it to bloom yeah so this is such a good question because I have wondered it myself because mine I don't know the last time they bloomed it's been a long time um so if you want yours to flower this is what you got to do so it's going to need high light levels so like we said just indirect sunlight um if it's in a dim area it's less likely to be able to bloom You'll also, these are just tips to help increase your chances. It's not like a, like a fail proof. What's that called? If you Uh, didn't ask me, I could have told you. (laughs) That Uh, always happens to us. uh, I know this. (laughs) Okay, well you, (laughs) you tell Uh, me when you think of it. Bulletproof. I think it is fail proof. I don't know if that's it. Okay, well, Sam's going to look it like up. this happens every episode. But anyways. Where we just look like idiots. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> we sound like idiots. Uh, no, we, yeah, you're right. Because no one can see us Case right in now. point. Or is it case on point? Full proof. Oh, my gosh. I just looked over at Sam's phone. Not fail proof. What are we saying? Full proof. I even typed it in full proof. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> you like, knew it all along. It was hiding in your brain. Knew, yeah. Anyways, so these are (laughs) foolproof ways to increase your chances. I think that's what I was saying. So anyways, higher light levels, fertilizing it, and we'll talk about that in a second, and good watering practices. Those can all help you have a higher chance of seeing blooms on your peace lily. Older plants will not flower as much. So I have a peace lily that I've had for like three years. Yeah, It's been a little bit. I got it when I was working at a greenhouse and anyways, (laughs) he said he didn't want them. (laughs) So anyways, they will naturally bloom in the spring or summer. So if you're trying to get it to bloom right now where winter is just coming. Unless you're in Australia. Oh yeah. One of our Australian listeners. Do, do I don't we? know if we have an Australian. Okay, I haven't looked at the stats. I think stats. we've got a Philippines. Ooh, maybe so the Filipinos listening. Getting into summertime down there. Yeah. I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> um, but anyways, is, so if you're trying to make it bloom in the winter, it can be pretty hard for the plant. Um, but if spring or summer's coming around, it might be a good time to try all these practices to increase its chances of doing it. And last thing, we talked about this as well. I feel like I've said that so many times. We've already talked about this. Um, Remaking every episode. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, you can try adding gibberellic acid. Darn it. I was going to look that up if I was saying that right. Sam threw me for a loop. He said it's gibberellic, but I think it's gibberellic. I was joking. Yeah, I think it's gibberellic. Okay. Well, you can try adding gibberellic acid. I actually looked it up there. You can buy it on Amazon. <laughs> we can provide a link in yeah, the description we'll put of the a podcast. Link because I'm really interested to know if putting gibberellic acid will make it flower because that is the hormone that makes plants flower is gibberellins. And so I'm wondering if you put some on your plant, what's going to happen? Maybe I should do that and make a video about it. 
Yeah, good. I've got a couple of videos about peace lilies. Might as well yeah. add it to your collection. Yeah. Um, I have a question about the blooming part. Yeah. If it blooms in spring or summer, does it stay bloomed after that? Or does the bloom kind of go away during it, the colder months? Yeah, it's going to fade and die, and you can just trim it off. Sad. I know. It is kind of sad. And I was actually reading um, in one of my, I don't know, textbooks, books. It, Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> it was saying that the stamen, which is that, like, center... Um, like cylindrical part, it's kind of hard and pokey, not pokey, pokey, but just bumpy. Um, so the stamen can start produce, start to produce pollen and some people are allergic to it. So in this book, it suggested just snipping them off. I never have. I've always just left them and we've had no problems. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really pay attention to our sneezing or anything. I'm just realizing Maybe it did affect us, but I've never removed them, but apparently you can snip off the stamen in case someone is, I don't know, has high allergies. Yeah, I don't remember. Me neither. It's been a long time since they bloomed, so. Yeah. Um, How do you trim it? Yeah, so trim the stamen or trim the entire plant? Both. Um, I would just get a pair of scissors, a pair of like pruners if you have them. I always chainsaw. just use our, yeah, get a chainsaw. That would be overkill. <laughs> Noisy. Edge trimmer. <laughs> yeah, if you want to get rid of your plant, just get a hedge trimmer. Um, but I just grab like our kitchen scissors, wash them off, and then I will trim my plants. Um, and, oh, I'm trying to think. So... Peace lilies, their older leaves will just naturally turn yellow, and you can just trim those right off. You don't need to keep them around. Um, That's just very natural for them to die like that. If you're having young yellow leaves turn yellow, that could be a sign of a problem. So I would look out for that. Um, And, yeah, to trim the stamen, just snip it off with scissors as well, I would say. And I'm pretty sure that's about it. Sometimes I'll go through and kind of thin my peace lily just a tiny, tiny bit. I'll take out leaves that, you know, our two-year-old has like crumpled into bits. I'll just snip those off because they look ugly. Um, but yeah, it's not going to hurt it to take off a couple of its leaves. Just don't take off more than 25% of your plant. Gotcha. Um, couple more questions uh how this one's always i don't know why it's always just hard for me how do you fertilize it i know there's like the numbers on the fertilizer and i know <laughs> yeah. you say it every time you've said it before how, how do you go about fertilizing a piece of lily yeah so i use um, just a liquid plant fertilizer and I'll link it down below the kind I use for my peace lily but it's a 10 15 10 those are the numbers Sam was talking about height it's the length width height of the (laughs) fertilizer what Uh. yeah no this doesn't make Uh. any sense wait no I want you to like really give a guess on what this is nitrogen yeah it's, it's N, 
be so phosphorus. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. P is phosphorus. N P H. No. N P. Why would you pump a hydrogen <laughs> onto your plant? No. N P. <laughs> don't tell me. Yeah, you better say it because we're we're live. N P K. You were so close. Another K is potassium. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's kind of hard because it's another P one. I was like, I swear it's another P, but it's not NPP. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it's NPK. The 10-15-10 is the percentage of active ingredients of those three um, chemicals chemicals in your fertilizer. So, and they're like the main macronutrients that your plant needs um, for just like, to look good i don't know it all plants use those three things those compounds so like their food pyramid yeah yeah npk so um i use like i said a liquid one 10 15 10 and i fertilize mine according to their lighting situations and i feel like this is something that you should do for all your plants um is if it's in highlight Maybe um, fertilize it a little bit more. If it's in lower light, fertilize it less because low light, it's not growing as much, doesn't need as much fertilizer. High light, it is growing and it needs more. Um, How often would that be? Yeah. So for a peace lily, I would say one to three times if it's in low light and if it's in a high light situation, then maybe like four to six times a year. Generally... The time you're fertilizing is spring and summertime because there is more sunlight and your plant is growing more. More chance to bloom. In these, Yeah, and more chance to bloom too when you are being good about it. Honestly, I haven't, I don't know. I wasn't, during college, I was so busy. I didn't fertilize these guys like for years and they were fine um, they didn't bloom much, like I said, but like if you really don't want to fertilize them, don't feel like your plant is going to die. It will be fine. Um, fertilizer just helps it stay healthy, last longer to maybe bloom more, but it's not like a necessary thing for it to survive. Um, yeah, so don't feel like you have to go out and buy it, but it's something that will keep your plants a little more healthy otherwise than if you didn't. Um and if you use too much fertilizer, peace lilies will show it on their leaves, um, usually with some brown spots on them to help get rid of that. If you did use too much, you can um, leach them with water, which means you place them under a sink or a shower and just let the water run through the soil um, and kind of take out the extra fertilizer with it so that it stops hurting your plant because too much will hurt it. Gotcha. Last question. Um, this is for the people who want to take one piece lily and turn it into many. Mm-hmm. How do you propagate a piece lily? Yeah, so a piece lily is um, a rhizome. So that means that it has a rhizome is an underground stem. Um, and so it has these rhizomes in its soil that are growing out and creating new plants. Um, and what you do to separate them and create two new plants, like in different pots is you literally, you literally can like chop it in half or behead it. Yeah. Don't behead it. 
Don't take oh. off its leaves. Oh. Just chop it in half. Um, yeah, so for me, I've done this a couple times. I kind of brushed away all the soil so I could see all the roots, and then I snapped it in half with my hands. So you can do that. Or I've seen people literally just, like, take a large knife and cut right through the roots, and they split it that way. So either way works. If you kind of want to see what's going on, you can brush off all the soil and break it off, or you can just slice it. Um, this is, method of propagation is called crown division. So if you want to kind of see more about it, you can Google crown division or actually have a YouTube video up about how to propagate a piece of leaf if you, if you just want to see it, because I know I'm a visual learner. Um, you can go to Tinny Plants on YouTube and you can find our video on how to propagate a piece of leaf. And it's super simple. You also have one on how to fertilize it. So if you want to yeah. see how to fertilize a piece of leaf. Yeah. Yeah. Both of those are up there. And I don't know. I find them helpful when I can see someone else doing it before I attempt it myself. Um, but yeah, that's how you can propagate it. There is one other way called micro propagation. But that's usually only done commercially, like by greenhouses, where they'll slice off a few cells, put it in a petri dish, and it grows from there. And it's amazing, but ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> okay. Are there any uh, last tips or remarks for peace, Lily? I'm, I'm out of questions. <laughs> I have one last thing, and then I am all done. Um, so peace, Lily's. They are prone to mealybugs that will gather on the underside of the leaves. So a great time to kind of look for this is when you're trimming it. If you notice some yellow leaves or some leaves that look ugly and you're going to trim it, just peek at the underside of the leaves. And if there's little, they look like little cottony white masses. Um, if you notice those, um, wipe them off cut off that entire leaf. Um, just try to get rid of them as much as you can and keep that plant away from any other plants if you have any. Um, but other than that, I feel like that is the main um, pest that peace lilies struggle with is a mealy bug. So, and that's all I got on peace lilies. Sweet. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, Rachel, for all your tips and tricks with peace lilies. Uh, just a reminder again to uh, check out the links below if you're wanting to fertilize your peace lily or if you're wanting to test out the uh, blooming. The gibberellic acid. acid. We'll have those links in the description. And also check out our YouTube channel if you want to watch how to fertilize or propagate a peace lily. And we have other videos. I, we, Rachel. Rachel made all these videos. Rachel <laughs> has videos on how to take care of other plants. Um, our podcast is also on YouTube, so check it out there and we hope to see you guys again for our next episode. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or Pocket Cast. Also, you can follow us at Tinny Plants on Instagram, Pinterest, or YouTube. Once again, that's Tenny Plants, T-E-N-N-E-Y Plants. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcast episodes, email us at tennyplants at gmail.com. 
Or if you're on YouTube, go ahead and comment below and don't forget to like and subscribe. See you next time.